What's up, everybody? It's your draft queens, Kate and Michelle, who are coming in absolutely flaming hot tonight. <laughs> um, I don't know how else to put it, Michelle. How you doing? I'm really glad that you said that because that's the first words that were going to come out of my mouth. It's like, we're coming in hot. hot everybody hot, get hot. ready for it. I think we're always usually mild to medium coming in hot, but like we're no. like... Flaming flame hot thrower. Cheetos over here. Flamethrower hot. <laughs> Just absolutely so hot out of the gate. Um, happy fucking Friday, everyone. If you're uh. listening to this, Michelle and I have had a long day at, as we're recording. So this is a Thursday night every time it shifts. But we're recording on a Thursday night and we're coming in hot. Hot as a cannon. Hot, hot as a bat out of hell on fire. What else are... We're just All hot. of those things. We're All just things. hot fire. Basically, as, as hot as uh, the Los Angeles Rams defense. Oh, okay. All right. Now she's bringing it back to football. I hot see her. as Actually, Joe Burrow's sunglasses. And yeah, Joey. that's it. That's it. Hot as Joey B's pink shades, baby. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so <laughs> we have um, we have a lot of updates on last week's games because we're going into the Super Bowl in two weeks. So we'll talk about that a little later in the show. And today we're talking about the Pro Bowl, which is happening this weekend. So like flaming, flaming, smoking hot. Absolutely awesome. As, <laughs> as right. smoking as a mezcal. Smoky mezcal. I like your style. But and I'm having don't... a beer on the show. Tonight. I was going to say, you're talking about smoky mezcal. Honestly, before we turn the mics on, I told Kate that I was like really trying to not drink during school nights, which like I'm doing pretty good. Um, and now you're now you're talking about smoky mezcal, which is like my favorite. So like that's just not being a good friend, Kate. Oh, come on. I'm a good friend. <laughs> I was trying to argue. So here's like a, a here is a bone to pick. You're not trying to drink on school nights. Does yes. Thursday count as a school night? That's where I would yeah. like to fight you here. Yeah, I mean, I'm not in college anymore. So, like, I think, yeah, it still counts as a school night. It's not yeah. until Friday. Friday is when I can, like, kick the feet up and say it's not a school night and I can have a drink. That's what I'm going for here. Well, I know that normally when we record this, I am not drinking. It's only on drafts <laughs> on drafts, uh, which we release on Wednesdays. Um, but today I'm just going to go ahead and do everyone a favor and tell you what I'm drinking because it's so cute. It's called a Kranken Brew, and it's like this coffee pale ale nice. that has a little snowflake on it. It's so cute and so delicious, and it does taste like coffee. It's awesome. All right. Now back from your regularly scheduled uh drafts on drafts break right there yeah it's just lubrication for the episode okay all right here's the thing what's your just one thing you're coming in hot you're having a snowflake beer so let's just get right into the episode i will preface this episode by saying we are not breaking down the super bowl yet we've got a weekend we've got a week in between so tune in next friday we're gonna get into our super bowl predictions break it down probably make our friendly wagers as we do but there's a week in between Luckily, there's a lot of exciting football news to talk about, including the Pro Bowl. But before we get into that, so, so it's all to say this, this episode is a bit different than our normal Friday episodes or how they've been so far. It's fine. We're still talking about football. And yeah, yeah. I just, just wanted to make sure everybody knew. Now, what's your just one thing? Okay, so my just one thing also has to do with football. Um, I thought that today, this is going to be a longer just one thing than normal, because I feel like this is... famous last words. But this you'll want to talk about. You'll want to talk about this topic. So there's two, obviously there's a ton, there's a fuck ton of movement for the teams right now who are not going to the Super Bowl. Um, Lots of folks renegotiating their contracts and or retiring. 
So. And or retiring. Yes. Yes. I, true. I want to do like a coverage of like the top person who is being considered for moving around in the off season as of like today. Yep. As well as the top story around who has retired since not making it to the Super Bowl. And spoiler alert, I think we all know that the number one retirement headline twice in the last week has been Tom Brady. So can we talk just one thing with Kate over those two things? Like first, let's talk about Tommy first in his retirement. And then we'll talk about uh, some really, really big player news for potentially moving. So the crazy thing about Tommy is, well, first of all, we love Tommy. That's I, we. If you listen to this show, you know that we think Tommy is the goat. I still believe Tommy is the goat. I'm not sure. I feel like the last time we did an episode, I there, we did we had done a, a a huddle headline, you know, saying that um, if you had asked Gronk on that day, he was saying that he wasn't going to come back, and you made a statement like you know what, maybe he kind of, he's just waiting to see what Tom's going to do. Maybe this is like, you know, foreshadowing. And then... That was Monday. Monday the 31st. Right? And then after that, news broke, or allegedly news broke, that Brady was retiring. Lots of sources were out there saying it. Then it popped up that Tom's like... That was Tuesday. That was Tuesday, right? Yeah, this all happened like in the last week. And then finally... Tom put his statement out, which, you know what? Let the fucking man announce his own retirement. Like, I love Adam Schefter, but, like, don't report that. Like, let Tom Mm. break the news the way and when Tom is going to break the news. So lots of rumors happened that week. Then he came out, made his official statement. We all miss him. I think I've almost cried like 25 times every time I like see some sort of, like, sad montage of, of Tom retiring. And... I mean, but it's just, I also, as a sports person, like, I just feel lucky that we got to, like, watch him. Basically his whole career. You know what I mean? Like, when I think when I think back on, like, you know, some of these icons, like a like an MJ or a Kobe or now, and now Tommy, Derek Jeter, like, I got to watch all those guys play, like, a lot of their career, which is pretty amazing. It's very, very special. And so, like you said, the progression of all of these announcements came very swiftly and yeah. very confusingly. I, I think I'm actually messing <laughs> yeah. up the timeline a little bit. I think Sunday to Monday morning, the huddle went out. So we recorded that over the weekend. Then on Monday is when Schefter reported. And then it must have been Tuesday because did you notice? And I don't know if there's any crypt behind this. I don't think yeah. there is. But he retired on 2-1, which is flip-flop of 1-2, which is his, his jersey number. I was thinking Ma- about that a little bit. Mabes, that was a, wow, that was, that's very insightful of you. Probably a little too astute and probably has nothing to do with anything. But since then, yeah, <laughs> you're right. I mean, you've had everyone and their brother posting about Tom Brady. Oh, yeah. Gronk had this, like, really emotional video. I, like, literally cried to it today. I know. It's very I sad. Know. The whole thing is sad, but it's bittersweet because... It's bit yeah. The, the numbers that we're looking at, like, let's... T- the man aside right now, right? Yeah. Looking straight at, on paper, how he looks, I think he holds every record except I was corrected that... He does not hold a first place record for number of interceptions. That's Brett Favre. Other than that, <laughs> okay, that I wouldn't want the first place in interceptions anyway. So that's Brett can kind have of that the one. Point of that, yes, exactly. <laughs> that's kind of the point. Other than that, the man is first of all time in passing yards, passing touchdowns, win percentage, 
Pro Bowls, Super Bowl appearances, Super Bowl wins, Super Bowl MVPs, playoff wins, playoff yards, playoff <laughs> touchdowns. I mean, we don't have enough time in just one thing no. to talk about all this. No, it's crazy. I, I've been looking through all the different, you know, like stats and figures that have come out just wrapping up this career. A lot of those that you just mentioned are insane. He's the first player to win the NFL championship in three different decades. The first quarterback to start and win the Super Bowl for a team in both conferences. Um, he's the fourth quarterback to defeat every single team in the NFL, like literally has beat every team. He beat, he beat the Buffalo Bills the most, 33-3 and three, all time against that. Like, you just, like, look at these stats that, and I'm sure there's a million more. Like, I know there's a million more. But, I mean, you got to think that he sat down, probably really wanted to win the Super Bowl this year and go out on top. But then also when you look at all this stuff, you're like, well, I am on top. Even though I didn't win the Super Bowl this year, I am on top. I've achieved so much. And like, it's time, you know, like there has to, there has to be a minute where he's literally looking through all this stuff and he knows all this stuff. And he's like, I, I am on top. And some of these things might get broken and some people might beat it, but like he probably felt, felt pretty damn good saying I'm on top. And I don't know how many of these are going to get broken. Mm-hmm. It felt like, you know, it would have been, in my opinion, the cherry on top to retire last yeah. year. Yeah. Obviously, that would be the hero journey we all wanted and needed. Uh, opinions aside of Tom Brady, like as a player, that's the hero journey you want to see. Now, that being said, there is a rumor that I wanted to address with you. Yeah. Um, which is that Tom may sign for one day with the Patriots so he can say in the Hall of Fame that he retired a Patriot. How do you feel about that? That's an interesting rumor and based on the fact, I don't know. I don't know if he would do that. Really? It's a rumor as was his retirement. I, I, <laughs> I have no idea what to believe I anymore. Guess, I guess like part of me could understand that, but then there was also part of me that read, you know, his post when he retired and there was no mention of the Patriots like at all. And so that sort of made me like scratch my head. I didn't really know why, or maybe when I'm sure actually when he left the Patriots, there was a whole, he probably wrote a whole thing out thanking everybody then. So maybe that's why he didn't do it, but I don't know. I mean, I guess that could be, that could be interesting. Worth mentioning. We'll see if we're manifesting it into fruition. I don't know. And since, since he put out a statement, Robert Kraft and uh, Bill Belichick both put out a statement and Tom responded. So I think like all is moving forward, but I hope it- he turned his phone off by this point. I would, I would just have to turn my phone off. He needs to like go right off into the sunset with his wife and kids knowing he did it his way. Oh my God. Now I sound I'm like Frank Sinatra about to sing Frank Sinatra. <laughs> um, but like, you know what? Just, just a clap. It's Tom fucking Brady, guys. Like, just, just, just recognize it. Just 1.2 seconds of silence for Tom Brady. Okay, and now we're done. Because that's all we're capable of. (laughs) (laughs) Now, just one thing is, is almost over. But since today we have less to talk about with the Pro Bowl, I figure we can extend my just one thing a little bit. Fair enough. We're talking about legendary quarterbacks. um, One who is retiring and one who is rumored to be moving to a new team. I was not aware of this until just moments before we turned the microphones on. So this is also like just one thing with Michelle. You take it away for this one. 
Uh, well, so literally, like, as we turned the mics on, I was, you know, flipping through Instagram because, you know, i got to stay up to date on all the things that are going on. And the first thing that popped up was a rumor from Titans Today that said, none other than Kate's favorite, Aaron Rodgers, has uh, allegedly purchased a home in Nashville and is open to discussing being a Titan. Okay. I'm not, into, I'm not interjecting. I want your response first to that. Okay. Do you have any more information to share, or can I just go buck wild over here? Because we're flaming it's, hot on the mics. We're flaming hot on the mics. It's literally all I have. Again, it's an Instagram post. It's not official. It's a rumor, but rumors always start somehow. Is it a reputable source? Like, how seriously should I be taking this? I, I, it's, it's Titans Today. Do you, I'm sure I would imagine that you probably follow Titans Today fairly regularly. I, I mean, it's not like mm-hmm. it's not a, it's not ESPN. OK, here are my feelings on it after just a millisecond of processing. <laughs> yeah, uh, my feeling is that it would be very Brett Farvish. It would be very Peyton Manning ish. Um, it does seem to me that after first of all, um Current head coach of the Packers was also the offensive coach for the Titans, right? Um, And it would make sense if coaching styles were synergistic between the Packers and the Titans. So from like a brass tack standpoint, that doesn't surprise me. Okay. Culturally, I think that Aaron Rodgers would do really well under a Vrabel organization. He's seasoned. That's Aaron Rodgers. He's seasoned. He can run the offense how he wants to run the offense. Um, We lost Arthur Smith last year, so I could see Aaron Rodgers finding his, like, Peyton Manning, Brett Favre, like, second life in a new organization. And then Vrabel just, like, running train on that defense because he is, by trade, you know, he's Mike Vrabel. Like, he... He needs to work on the defense. So if he could focus his time on defense, Aaron Rodgers can run the offense. I see that being fruitful. Again, this is on paper. Yeah, on paper. I Yeah, these. It, it's kind of like you said. There's going to be a lot of interesting things. We all know that he's not going to land back in Green Bay next year. Be very interesting to see where he lands. You know, there's a lot of conversation about where Jimmy G's going to go. Speaking of, you know, players that, you know, sort of lost <laughs> last, last week. But... Where's Jimmy G going to go? Small Ryan Tannehill 2.0-ish. Yeah. Well, better than Ryan Tannehill, three interceptions. Sorry. Um, But, you know, there's a a lot of teams that that need a quarterback. The Bucs being one of them. Green Bay is going to be one of them. Uh, Pittsburgh is going to be one of them. The Saints are, you know, like there's a lot of, there's going to be a lot of quarterback movement, I think, this year, which is kind of fun and interesting. Russell Wilson, like, because I feel like, out of all positions, maybe this is true, Mrs. False. I feel like out of all positions, quarterbacks usually stay fairly consistent. You know what I mean? Like you find your franchise guy. Sometimes it takes a minute to find the franchise guy, but once you have him, he ain't going anywhere for a while, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so, like now, when you talk about names like Brady's retired, Ben's retired, Drew Brees is retired, like all these guys that were those franchise guys for so long are out. Now it does make room for the Joe Burrows, the Jimmy G's. It does make room for someone like Aaron Rodgers, who still is playing from that class, but doesn't want to stay on his team. Like, same with Russell Wilson. I think we're going to see a lot of very interesting off-season 
quarterback moves, which is just kind of fun. I'm, I mean, I'm, ex- I'm excited to see where these guys land. Shake it up, baby. That's all I have to say. I am so excited to, as much as Aaron Rodgers and I have sparred on this show without him knowing <laughs> for many, many, many years, um, I'm excited about the idea of that move. And I'm excited about the prospect of off-season moves. But the nice part of all of this, as just one thing with Kate draws to a close, is that <laughs> games are not over. No. Not only not only do we have the Pro Bowl to talk about, but we have last week's games to talk about, too. Dude, last oh. week's games. Last week's games feel like forever ago already, which just, like, where does the time go? Um, but... As it as it goes, I pretty much came into Monday like last week with no voice from screaming at the television all weekend. I am so pleased at the playoffs this year. I am <laughs> I very ten out of ten stars. I am Ooh. so pleased with the playoffs. Um, let's walk it back to the games that happened last week because they were mind boggling. And starting with, uh, well, what ended up being the Bengals win over the Chiefs. Oh Dude. my god! Oh my Dude. god! Like, that game was crazy. I, I mean, look, as everyone who listens to this show knows, I was rooting for Joe. I've been rooting for him the whole time. I'm glad that they they won. Hell of a game. It's what, I mean, it, 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 like, they went into halftime. I went into halftime being like, well, good try, Cincinnati. You tried. They You, you went down. I, I remember specifically they went down um, at the end of the second uh, half or second quarter knowing that Kansas City was going to get the ball back in the third quarter. And I was like, guys, that's it. Like, that's the dagger. You let them score before the end of the – or they didn't let them score one final touchdown before the end of the um, second quarter. And if they had, that would have been the dagger. Because oh I think they were feeling that, like, oh, shit, and they're going to get the ball back. And then it just I, – I don't even know. They just – it it just exploded after that – and. I shouldn't even say that. It didn't explode. I'm looking at like the the quarter by quarter. It was 11 points in the third quarter, three in the fourth quarter. So it wasn't explosive on the offensive side. But when you look at the flips, they held KC to three points in the entirety of the, the end of the game. That is so important. And you know how hard it is to contain Patrick Mahomes. Exactly. That's the thing. That's exactly it. They didn't come out huge, huge on offense. They came out enough on offense to stay competitive, but the defense was able to shut Mahomes and that team down. That doesn't happen very often, if mm. ever, especially at Arrowhead. I I want to talk about Patrick Mahomes' legacy, but I think we'll save that for another episode because yeah. just coming off of this Tommy conversation – Really interesting to dig our heels into, but I think we'll do that in the offseason. We'll talk more about yeah. Patrick Mahomes. No more talking about Patrick Mahomes. His season is over. His we season love is you. over. Good job. But I, honestly, hats off to Cincinnati. I feel like I've said it on every single episode. Like, Joe Burrow and, and Jamar Chase are a force to be reckoned with. These guys are hungry. These guys are eager. Scrappy. Joe Mixon. And look, I don't think the Bengals have been known for their defense all season. Let's be honest. Like, they're not known for their defense. But holy shit, did those guys step up to make this game end the way that it did. And uh, as you said, 10 out of 10, five stars, two thumbs up, all of the, all the, all the things. Because what a freaking game this was. Mm, it was a really, really great game. I am excited that they are shipping off to Los Angeles at SoFi for the Super Bowl, which also happens to be 
the hometown of their now Super Bowl rivals, the LA Rams. Let's talk about that. Actually, can I tell a truly 30-second story before we talk about the Rams? Sure. This is just three things with Kate Walsh today. Yeah, it's all going to be a long episode. So (laughs) Bengals-Chiefs games is nearing an end. I watched at the brewery. This was after going to brunch where I was like, it's a Sunday. I'm going to get a wedge salad. You know, like just your... I want to be healthy. I want to get a salad. Who says that on a Sunday? I just, I felt like I had a long weekend. And on Sunday, I was like, I just need to eat something that feels healthy-ish. Now, okay. I have also been fairly dairy-free for the last year, two years, however long. Quarantine, okay. basically. And um, so I had brunch. And on this wedge salad, there was a lot of blue cheese. And as I was watching the Bengals Chiefs game, I was going? feeling like not well. Un- Where is this unwell. Going? Oh unwell. I, I'm just I am bracing to tell you that I watched very little of the Rams game because I had food poisoning between Sunday and Monday. Oh no. Yes. Oh no. So at the end of the Bengals game, I rushed home because I wasn't feeling well. Um, and I threw up a bunch of times and I missed the Rams game. So I heard it was really good, but you may need to talk about the Rams game because I did not watch almost any of it. Wow. Honestly, I apologize to everyone. I had no idea where this was going last week. (laughs) I didn't tell you that last week. She talks about her cat getting friggin' sick. Now it's her like, Oh my God. I didn't know that this, I'm sorry, everyone. I didn't know that's where this was going. Also sorry for Kate and her stomach. Don't eat Thanks. blue cheese, note to self. Yeah. Um, that game, okay, so here's the thing. And great game also. In in my opinion, though, like, I was on a come down after how good the Bengals-Chiefs game was. That's fair. Like, That's it just fair. didn't, it didn't feel as exciting or as eventful. Yes, it ended in a, in a three-point win, so it was a very well-fought game. But, like, it wasn't the intensity level that was the Chiefs and the Bengals game. I mm. think we all pretty much felt... The Rams were going to pull that one out. I know there were a lot of stats that were, you know, pointing in the direction of how um, San Francisco beating, um, you know, the Rams in I think their last six matchups or something like that. And it's not to say that it wasn't a good game. It just was not the same intensity level. And I just, I, I didn't think that there was any way, you know, that the Rams were going to walk out of their home stadium, like not coming back to yeah. play the Super Bowl, you know? So yeah. just not as, not as exciting, not as like, oh my God, edge of your seat, back and forth, whatever. But you know, look, the crazy thing is, is that for the second year in a row, the home team is playing in the Super Bowl. Like, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. literally done at random every year to avoid this. And now two years in a row, it's happening, which is crazy. All right. Well, I get it. It's a mindset. It really is a mindset to have the L.A. Rams going back to SoFi, back to L.A. for the Super Bowl. And... We've got another two weeks until that happens. We but we have more football in the I meantime. We will, we will break it down. I, I was going to say my my other uh, crowning uh, accomplishment of last week was I did a live bet during the Bengals-Chiefs game that the fifth touchdown would be scored by Jamar Chase. And it was winner. How much? Uh, Enough. I think I did like a $5 bet in one fifty. Okay, do you want to be proud of me for a second? Yes, uh, yes, I would love to. So before food poisoning hit, (laughs) I did a flash draft in the second quarter, and I won $106. 
Dang, that's impressive because as we said on last week's episode, doing like fantasy lineups when there's only four teams left is really freaking hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good for you. It's All a flex. Right. Oh, man. All right. Well, next week we'll talk a little bit more about our predictions and break this uh, Super Bowl down. But real quick before we, we head out for this Friday's episode, there is football this weekend. Yeah. It's the, it's the Pro Bowl. You can watch all your faves out there in Vegas. They're, they're playing at the new stadium out in Vegas. Um, after Kate and I finish recording tonight, we'll be watching the skills competition, which is always a fun thing to uh, watch. I think they're doing dodgeball, which is like hilarious and amazing. I love it. I would never I want like, that. I would never want uh, Patrick Mahomes throwing a dodgeball at me. That feels very scary and, and unsafe, but um, it'll be fun to, uh, to watch. But I mean, just looking at, you know, some of the names on here, it's, it's worth, you know, shouting them out. The Mahomes is of the world, the Jonathan Taylors of the world. Like it's, it's just, you know, you, you, there's, there's guys like, you know, Jamar Chase first season rookie in the pro bowl, going to the super bowl. Holy shit. That's quite the accomplishment. Um, I think Deontay Johnson is going to end up taking his spot because, you know, Jamar's in the little thing called the super bowl. Um, you know, you've got who else? Uh, I know Mac Jones is, is is in it this year it's just like a i don't usually watch the pro bowl but i like i think they used to do the pro bowl actually after the super bowl and so i feel like at that point people were just like nah i'm good i watched the super bowl like i don't care i kind of like that they have this in the middle because you know people are jonesing to watch some football um, so hopefully that's good hopefully some more people tune in uh you know this sunday to to check out the pro bowl well just very briefly too for the listeners who have made it this far and are like I don't care about the Pro Bowl because I don't know what it is just as a very very quick reminder the Pro Bowl is the best players in the NFL who are playing each other in a regular roster with the AFC playing the NFC that's just like the most basic way to put it, right? Yeah, exactly. It's it's their version of the All-Star game. They're probably one of the only major like sports leagues that don't call it an All-Star game, mm-hmm. actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It's it's cool though. And the the one thing that kind of does suck is like the guys, well, it doesn't really suck. They're in the Super Bowl, but like, you know, there there's people that were named to um the uh the team Cooper Cup um, as we just mentioned, you know, um, Joe Mixon, Mixon, like there's guys that are not going to play in the pro bowl because they're getting ready for the super bowl, but it's always fun. It's great to see these guys get out there. Um, and, uh, yeah, you know, if you, if you need your fill of football this weekend, there will be some, so go ahead and turn the pro bowl on. Yeah, I totally agree. I will be watching. And, uh, do you know offhand what time it is on what day? So people can tune in. Uh, I know it's definitely on Sunday. I want to say I saw it. It's at like in the afternoon, like two or three o'clock. But it's probably like your check your, your average check your four local o'clock. Listings. Yeah. yeah, check your local listings for the Pro Bowl so that you can get your football fill. Um, if you're a degenerate gambler like I am, I'm sure I'll look at prop bets for it because mm. that's what I do on Sundays. There is nothing wrong with that, especially when you're $106 or $50 richer. Anyway, <laughs> we're good at this, but. I am so excited for more football this weekend. I'm glad we don't have a break from football hard stop. Um, And we will be back on Monday to continue coverage, just generally, uh, to talk about the huddle. Um, We've got continued coverage into the Super Bowl next week, so don't miss our Wednesday and Friday episodes. 
And with that, Michelle, happy Pro Bowl weekend. Um, I'll see you on Monday.